Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and today we're talking about the holidays. I kind of wanted to get my own head right going into the holidays. This is my first time going through the holiday season pregnant, and there's been all sorts of, of jokes in the family about, you know, what the pregnant ladies want to eat and what the babies want to eat, though the babies are still inside of us. And all in, I mean, we just love food and we're a family that loves to eat. So all in good fun, all with great intent. And there are definitely a few things that I want to enjoy and a few things that baby wants to enjoy. But more importantly, I want to feel really good. And I've had enough holidays where I didn't feel good, or I didn't feel good emotionally, I didn't feel good physically, I wasn't taking good care of myself. And quite frankly, it created a a situation where I dreaded the holidays. I really did not look forward to celebrating things that I used to really love and really enjoy and things that are amazing memories for me. And there's a blackout period of many, many years, maybe even 10 years where I just wish I could have skipped the whole thing. So this started as kind of a a letter to myself to get my head right. And then I thought, you know, I want to share it with you guys. So these are my thoughts to make sure that I go through the holidays enjoying myself fully, focusing on what they really mean to me and what I want them to be, and feeling really good. Before we get into that, just a quick final reminder, really, that our free seven-day challenge kicks off this coming week. So if you are not yet on the list for that, I'm going to be sharing daily questions to ask yourself, daily journaling prompts, totally for free, just to keep your head in the right place, to get your head in the right place, to keep your head in the right place. These are tools you're going to be able to use during the holidays, but also long afterwards, because I don't know about you, but I need a lot of work in getting and keeping my head in the right place so that I'm not a crazy person, so that I don't get stressed out over things that really don't matter, and so that I enjoy my days as much as possible. There's two different ways to participate in this free challenge. The first is to get on the wait list for our winter 12 weeks to transformation, which is going to kick off before we know it. It starts the first Sunday in January, but registration opens up to the wait list on December 11th, December 11th. So I'm going to be sharing this free challenge with everybody on the wait list. The other way is by joining our free Primal Potential Facebook 
group. And you can do either of those things, get on the wait list for the 12 Weeks to Transformation or join the Facebook group or both by going to the show notes page for today's episode, primalpotential.com forward slash 684. Primalpotential.com forward slash 684. All right, let's talk about the holidays. And even for those of you who maybe don't observe these holidays, that's okay because this can be a weekend mindset. This can be a vacation mindset. This can be a we're going out to dinner mindset. So this really does apply to all of us and can be a tool for any time of year, even though it kind of came up for me as I was thinking about the holidays. If you're listening to this in real time, that means Thanksgiving in the U.S. is next week. And for a lot of people, this becomes a season ranging from anywhere Halloween through New Year's, for some Halloween through Valentine's Day, Halloween till whenever the fog seems to lift. It's a season where there's often food everywhere, right? Even if you don't have family nearby you, more and more food is coming into the office. Drinks are everywhere. And it's not just a food and drink thing. It's also a potential stressor thing. Time and travel and personalities coming together, things that we perceive to be obligations, you name it. Like I said, for a lot of years, for too many years, years that I wish I could get back, I genuinely dreaded the holidays, despite the fact that growing up, they were center point for our family and so much fun. But I dreaded them because I felt really bad about my body and I felt really uncomfortable in my skin and that made me want to hide from the people closest to me in my life and because I didn't take care of myself. Because I would get stressed about the travel, I would get stressed about gift giving, I would get stressed about food, I would get stressed about my weight. I'd always have these grand intentions to lose a lot of weight by the holidays. It never happened. And then I would overindulge and still have this real strong desire to be losing weight despite the fact that I certainly wasn't. There was something that I saw on social media the other day that kind of prompted this, I guess, and challenged me to think about my own self-care going into what can be a more full season, balancing different families and and kind of stepping out of a, a normal routine. It's definitely different for me in the weeks around Thanksgiving and Christmas than it is at other times of the year. And this thing that I saw came from James Clear. And if you have heard that name before or if you haven't, he is the author of a book I love called Atomic Habits. If you are looking for some holiday reading, that is a great one. One, but this post he had was a picture, okay? And there was a faucet pouring into a cup, and then the cup itself had like a spigot coming out of it, right? So then what was coming out of the faucet what was, was going into the cup, and then the cup was also emptying out into the abyss. And the faucet, the water coming out of the faucet had words like sleep, nutrition, and recovery. So sleep, nutrition, and recovery were filling the cup. And then in the spigot coming out of the cup into the abyss were things like work, the work we do, the stress we experience, our mood, and our relationships. 
And the point of this post was very clear, that if you are not filling your cup adequately with sleep, with rest, with movement, then you are limiting what you can give to your life. You are limiting how you show up for your own choices, how you show up in your relationships, your ability to moderate stress. All of that is limited. If you are not sleeping enough, you're not eating well, you limit what you can give to your life, to your choices, to your relationships. And this is, of course, an easy time of year for lots of us, certainly for me, to sleep less to exercise less, and to not eat as well as we might otherwise. But it's also the time of year when we want to give the most, when we're giving more time, when we're giving more energy, when we have a greater need for stress management and stress resilience. If we are not pouring into ourselves in the way of great nutrition, in the way of sleep, in the way of movement, these things that really fill us up physically and mentally and emotionally, we do not have as much to give other people, all right? As I started to write this this note to myself, which very quickly became a podcast, one of my first thoughts was don't be so binary, Don't be so binary. Don't be so black and white. Don't be so all or nothing. A quote that I love and say to myself often when I feel like there aren't any good options, like it's either this or it's that, and I don't like either one of them, right? It's restrict or overindulge, and I don't like either one of those. What I say to myself is binary is the opposite of creativity. Binary is the opposite of creativity. Don't be so binary. It's not black and white. It's not either you deprive yourself or you overindulge. You are more creative than that. I am more creative than that. There are hundreds of other options. We just need to explore them. Don't put yourself into this trap of all or nothing, of being binary. It's this or it's that. There's one option or there's another and there's nothing in between. That is simply not true. And I know that every one of us can choose to be more creative than that. A while back, way back now, I guess, in episode 537, which was also all about the holidays, I talked about a bliss point. And this was something that I was practicing going into that holiday season, something I've continued to practice since then, a bliss point. This is the opposite of binary. It's the opposite of all or nothing. Something to consider other than everything in moderation, but also opposite of, oh, come on, who cares? It's the holidays. Let it go. Start tomorrow. And this came up back around episode 537 when I was on a webinar with my Primal Potential Masters Club. And one of my friends in the Masters Club, who is a chef in addition to just a really wise and epic human being, she said that in catering, there's something called the bliss point. And if you want to hear more about this, definitely listen to episode 537. I will link it up in the show notes But in catering, the bliss point is the point at which your clients are wowed, but you are not delivering details and frills beyond what they could appreciate, right? You're not cutting corners. You're impressing them, but you're not going so far in adding in all of this stuff that they won't really appreciate. 
right? So maybe, for example, the client is wowed by the fact that you put their initials on every cookie, but having edible flowers on the tray really don't make a difference. Nobody really notices, right? So we want to be at the point where we are meeting and exceeding expectations. We're wowing them, but we're not over-delivering in ways that don't move the needle, that, that are not going to make a real big difference. Well, what the heck does this have to do with the holidays? What I talked about back in episode 537 was encouraging folks to think about everything in terms of the bliss point. And the bliss point is actually a real marketing term. In, in marketing speak, in business speak, the bliss point is the amount of consumption that maximizes a consumer's satisfaction for a particular good or service. So the bliss point of ice cream might be one small bowl, or the bliss point for travel might be one trip per month. And a customer who exceeds their bliss point may feel stressed, unsatisfied, or regretful. In marketing speak, it goes on to say the bliss point is purely related to a customer's needs and wants as opposed to their budget. And the bliss point in marketing considers things like product design and customer service and pricing and all of those kinds of things. Now, this is true in life. How many times have we exceeded our bliss point in spending and then felt stressed or regretful? How many times have we exceeded our bliss point in alcohol and then felt terrible? How many times have we exceeded our bliss point with food and felt all of those things, stressed, Regretful, overwhelmed, disappointed, you name it. So I think about this when it comes to the holidays. I have a bliss point for people. I really do. There is a point at which I am really, really satisfied with my time with my family. But if I go over that time, I might feel overwhelmed. Or I might feel like I didn't give enough space for myself to get things done at home or with work. And guys, we are in control of this. We really are. Nobody forces us to do these things. Sure, there might be pressure from family, but we are adults and we are in control. Even if it means I step outside and I go for a walk. One of the things that I'm doing for Thanksgiving this year is bringing our dog with us to the family meal because I know that that's an opportunity if it starts to be a lot because I am a major introvert that I have an out that I can go take the puppy outside. And that is part of how I balance this sense of, yeah, I want to go up there and yeah, I can't control when dinner is served or anything like that, but I can absolutely still make time and margin for myself. This is so easy to practice with food. What is the food bliss point? The point where you really enjoy every bite and you're satisfied and you don't feel like you missed out, but you also don't feel crappy. You also aren't just dumbly eating, not paying attention, right? Totally checked out. And then like, what the heck did I just do? I feel like I just ate seven cookies while I was talking and I didn't even notice what I was doing. What is that bliss point where you feel like you enjoyed it, but you don't feel stuffed and you don't feel any sense of having gone overboard because you haven't. You don't have that sense of I probably should have stopped three plates ago. And again, while this has tons of opportunity for practice when it comes to a holiday party or a family event, 
We can practice this all the time. We can practice this at home when it's dinner time. What is the bliss point? You know, maybe you don't go back for seconds. Anytime that you're out having drinks. Anytime you're having a conversation with your partner where like, we're at a good place. Do I need to keep like poking the bear? Do I need to take it any further? Or can I just be good with this resolution that we've come to? Do I feel like I need to continue proving my point over and over and over again? Probably not. This bliss point concept applies to absolutely everything. Maybe your bliss point with alcohol is a drink or two. But you go past that when you're on drinks three or four or five or whatever. And fortunately, that's a, that's a hurdle I get to avoid this holiday season. Alcohol's out of the equation, which means I don't have to decide between alcohol and dessert, which is usually one of my things. Like, okay, if I'm going to have a drink, then I won't have dessert. This year, it's already decided for me. Dessert for the win. All right. The other thing that I was thinking to myself and wanted to share with you guys is let's avoid this whole holiday season baloney, you know? I mean, depending on what you observe, we're talking about two or three days, not two or three months. The decision to write everything off as the holiday season is just a permission slip. It's a convenient card you know you can play to talk yourself into what you want to let yourself off the hook. Let's not call it a season. Because no matter what days you are observing or not observing holidays, we're still 100% in control. The holiday season pass that is played is only played because it's permissive. And I want you to really look for yourself at does this work for you? It didn't work for me. Because I would walk into the grocery stores years ago as soon as the Halloween candy came out and I'd be like, oh, but it's, it's kind of only here once a year, as though I couldn't get candy corn at any other time of the year, which is totally not true. Totally not true. Google it. It's available. Always. It wasn't that it had any truth. It was just convenient. It was permissive. It worked. It was the story I could tell myself, the story I could sell myself to talk me into what I wanted in that moment even though it was pleasure at the expense of happiness. It was pleasure at the expense of contentment. It was putting forward what I wanted in that moment at the expense of what I really wanted for my life, what I really wanted for my health, how I really wanted to be overall. Consider these cards you play. Oh, the family never gets together. And what exactly does that have to do with 12 cookies? I'm going to go ahead and say absolutely nothing, right? The other thing that I remind myself of, and this, this like all of them, certainly isn't ex- uh, exclusive to the holidays. This is something I've been using a lot in pregnancy. Never skip twice. Never skip twice. It's one of my mantras. All right. So you overindulged yesterday. Cool. Not today. Don't let one day justify two or two days justify three. And even not even in a day, but a choice. So we had pizza for lunch. That is not a justification for ice cream for dinner, right? Never skip twice. We didn't get to the gym yesterday. Okay, well, never skip twice. Don't let yesterday be a justification for today. It's a simple mantra. It's not a big deal. There's no drama when we make a decision that isn't totally aligned with who or how we want to be. If we make a decision that in hindsight, we're like, well, not my best work. 
but as an operating system, never skip twice. The next one's big for me personally because I practice taking full ownership. I'm not perfect at it by any stretch, but if something goes wrong, what was my part in this? How did I contribute? I never want to make myself feel like I didn't have control, like I didn't have influence, like something happened to me and it was just completely uncontrollable because that is rarely the case. So I practice ownership. Stop giving yourself a pass because somebody brought cookies into work or because you had no control over what was served at the dinner party or because somebody bought you a drink. Facts, sure, those things are real. But none of those things take away your ability to control what you choose, what you do. In the case of food, none of those things have anything to do with what you choose to put in your mouth, how much, and when. We will never control all of the factors in our environment. And fortunately for all of us, we don't have to. We don't have to control those things. Take full ownership. You are in control of what you choose, when you choose it, how much you choose. Don't put it off on somebody else. Don't put it off on what somebody brought in, on what somebody served, or on what somebody said. Practice taking full ownership. Here's a big one that I have been working on lately. Don't make it all about you. The stress and the overwhelm comes when we make it all about us, right? I'm so overwhelmed because I have to clean the house because all these people are coming and I have all these groceries to buy and I've got to spend all of these hours cooking. Or there's so much travel and I'm leaving at this time when we don't get in until this time. Or body image. I don't feel good. I don't feel like I can wear anything that's going to make me feel amazing. That's all about you. And I'll be the first one to say that the word selfish can certainly hurt. But it doesn't hurt less to avoid it when it's simply just true. Stop making it all about you. Make an effort to make it about other people, whether that's serving other people and doing something kind or generous or volunteering or just connecting with other people. What's going on in their lives? Don't make it all about you. I catch myself in this with things going on at the house. Oh, we don't have a kitchen. Our roof is leaking. This, that, and the other thing that are all about me. And that unhappiness comes when my focus is all about me and what's going on for me. And it doesn't mean that those things aren't real and true. They absolutely are. But the unhappiness and the discontent comes when I choose to make it all about me. The other thing is poor planning. Don't let your poor planning be a factor in your overwhelm. Take control of that. It goes back to practicing full ownership. For example, if you have holiday shopping to do, nobody wants to hear how overwhelmed you are because the stores are crazy and you haven't even started and yat, 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 yat. It's 2019. It's almost 2020. Buy one thing online every evening. Take control. If you've got holiday cleaning to start now, nobody wants to hear about how you've got 14 people coming and you've got to clean your whole house and you're going to spend the next two weeks doing it. Start now. Do a little bit every single day. And don't make it all about you. Most of the things that stress us out are just not worth it, right? Cleaning and preparing for a holiday gathering is a blessing, not a burden. 
Refuse the drama and check your attitude and ask people close to you to point out when you're making it all about you or when you're turning your blessings into a burden or when you're blaming things on other people instead of taking full ownership and know that it'll be very uncomfortable when they point that stuff out. But that discomfort is what growth feels like. And I don't know anybody who wouldn't want to come through the holiday season or just any random Tuesday better than they have before. All of those things will be my practice going into this holiday, the time of year, along with simple things like making sure I drink a lot of water. Because even mild dehydration of a couple of percentage points drags down your energy level. And if we go back to where we started the top of the show with this image from James Clear of the less that we do to fill ourselves up, the less we have to give. So I know that literally and figuratively, making sure that I'm well hydrated is a way that I can ensure I have more to give, more to give in terms of my emotional bandwidth, more to give in terms of my energy, more to give in terms of positive mood, and so much more. Same thing is true with food. Simple things like, I'm going to get vegetables in every single day. I'm not going to discount it and go for the cookies and mashed potatoes and turkey just because it's Thanksgiving. I'm going to get vegetables in every single day, especially on the days where I think I might feel I'm going to indulge a little bit more. I'm going to go out of my way to get a wide variety of vegetables so that I'm taking care of my body. I'm going to be looking for my bliss point. I'm really looking forward to some apple pie, but what is the bliss point? What is the point at which I'm going to feel like I really enjoyed it, but not so much so that I feel physically kind of gross or exhausted or anything else? I'm also going to move. Don't be a couch potato. At Ascend, we talked about how your ego has a set point. Your ego has a set point. This is who I am. And there is a lower limit and an upper limit both of which are established by us, ourselves, individually. And in between, the lower limit and the upper limit is the comfort zone, right? So the lower limit is the point at which we're like, oh, gosh, I'm better than that. I'm not going to do that. Like, I can certainly at least get that done. And the upper limit is the point at which we're like, eh, I don't think so. I probably can't do that. So when it comes to movement, do you even have a lower limit? A lot of people have the upper limit, like I'm never going to run a marathon or, you know, I'm not going to be a professional CrossFit athlete or something like that. But when life gets a little crazy, is your lower limit just that you like got out of bed and you walked from the couch to the bathroom a few times? Raise the lower limit, the lower standard. I'm going to walk for five minutes every day or I'm going to do 25 body weight squats no matter what every day or I'm going to do 15 push-ups no matter what every day. It doesn't have to be I'm going to get to the gym every day, but raise your lower limit of that ego set point so that it's not just, oh yeah, I, I got out of bed and I guess I walked to the bathroom a few times. Movement is going to be something that I absolutely prioritize. And then lastly, making it about other people, not just about me. Making it about not only what's going on with other people, but what other people need and how I can serve them. Because without that intentional practice, it kind of defaults to being about me and being about how I feel pregnant and being about the chaos in the house and being about everything that needs to get done before baby. And that's when I start to feel crappy, when I'm making it all about me. 
So hopefully this is something that can give you some tools to put into practice as we go into this time of year, but honestly, at any time of year, on any day. I hope that you will choose to join me in this totally free seven-day challenge that we're going to be starting next week. It's easy. It's totally free. Why not? I'll never understand. Why not? Invest in yourself so that you feel better, so that you are raising your standards and giving yourself that reset and refresh so that you go through this time of year happier and healthier than you would have otherwise. There's two ways to join. Make sure you go over to the show notes for today's episode, primalpotential.com forward slash 684. There you can get on the wait list for our winter 12 weeks to transformation or, and you can join the Primal Potential Facebook group. I'll chat with you guys soon. Make it a great day. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there. Summer camp is a magic place where kids discover who they are because they have the freedom to explore on their own. Why Camp at Horse Thief Reservoir is a sleepaway camp in the heart of Idaho's wilderness. Each summer, campers make friends, build new skills, and learn to love the outdoors through activities like canoeing, archery, zip lining, rock climbing, campfires, and more. Registration for Why Camp at Horse Thief Reservoir is open. Financial assistance is available. Learn more at whycampidaho.org.